0: Listening to the First Step Podcast with your host, Jaleesa Jun. A new episode starts right now. So sometimes things just don't go according to plan. And in those moments, you can either do one of two things. You can either one, get frustrated, you know, get an attitude, or two, you can just, you know, go with the flow. So I'm choosing to go with the flow because earlier I recorded a podcast and my daughter was with me. She was up. She was awake. And right now she is teething. She hasn't gotten, gotten her first tooth yet, but it seems like one is about to come out and she's in a lot of pain. On top of that, she got her vaccine. I think it was Wednesday. So that was two days ago. So she is just in a lot of pain and, you know, being a baby. (laughs) And I really could not see myself putting up that podcast with her in the background, just making a lot of noise. So I said, okay, let's scrap that. And now I'm here. I'm like, okay, what am I going to talk about? Should I talk about um, Clubhouse versus Stereo? I don't know if you guys know about those two apps, but right now audio is really big. So Clubhouse and Stereo, think of them as like live recordings of podcasts. But instead of you just listening to someone else talk, you actually have the opportunity to be a part of the conversation. I think it's really, really cool. So I was like, nah, I'll probably save that for another episode where I kind of look at the differences between Clubhouse and Stereo. By the way, spoiler alert, I actually like stereo a lot more than Clubhouse. Um, And you'll just have to wait for that episode to find out why. So I was like, yeah, so what am I going to talk about? Because I really want to be more consistent with my podcast. I want to have podcasts going out every single week, right? So I was like, oh, you know, let me go on Google and see what's happening in the world of social media so i'm actually here on this website called falcon.io hey guys So sorry for interrupting this episode, but I wanted to quickly tell you about a couple of resources that I created to help you gain clarity and create better content. In the spotlight today is my brand purpose workbook. Now, the brand purpose workbook is the perfect tool for new entrepreneurs and business owners who want to gain clarity on why their business exists. Now when you have clarity of purpose, you're able to create clearer marketing strategies and more effective campaigns. This brand purpose workbook takes you through a series of questions such as why are you in business? What can your company do for society or humanity? Who are your customers? What do they want? And how can you best them. Now, to get your hands on the Brand Purpose Workbook, all you have to do is click the link that's in the description of this podcast episode. And now, let's get back into the episode. And the headline is five social media news stories you need to read this week. So... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read this live for you guys, and let's see what hap- what's happening in the world of social media, right? So the first thing that's on the radar this week is Instagram is testing new auto-caption feature in stories. Okay, so it seems like soon we would be able to auto-generate captions in stories hmm let's see what it says so it says instagram is testing a new option where users can auto caption their stories as they speak oh oh i thought they meant they would come up with a caption for you for your story like if you posted a boomerang or a picture they would put um some words on it oh so they mean closed captions Okay, that's awesome because I actually use a paid app to auto-generate captions on my videos. And sometimes I do it on stories. And, you know, it's a lot of money. So if Instagram is going to do it for me, that's fantastic. So this means that you don't have to stop to type in a caption after recording a video. But instead, you can add the caption sticker to your video clip and let the text type itself as you speak oh my god that's amazing so they also have a little snapshot of someone's twitter account the person is matt navarra and they have a video showing how this is gonna work so let's see okay so we have a video here oh my god this is gonna be so good Oh my God, this preview is everything. How amazing is that going to be? How amazing? How amazing is that? Now, I have always been an advocate for putting captions, closed captions, on your Instagram stories when you do a video because here's why. Most people use social media with the volume on mute. So if you have a video on your Instagram story or on your feed, I think it's always a good idea to have a caption. Because what if someone is in a taxi or they're at work, you know, or they're in a public place and they don't want people to hear that they're listening to your video? It's good to have captions so that people don't just scroll past, you know, with the intention of coming back later to listen to it, you know, when they're alone or when they're at home. Just have captions on your damn thing. So I love that, that's brilliant. And I hope they put it on videos in the feed as well. I think I've been seeing that like, when people take their videos from TikTok and put it on Instagram, I don't know if you guys are seeing this as well, but I'm seeing captions being auto-generated. So I'm thinking that was Instagram testing this feature the whole time, but it says they're gonna put it on stories. That is very cool, I am looking forward to that. So let's see what's the second thing happening this week. Twitter to host a best-of-tweets brand battle. Over the past few months, Twitter has identified the best brands for their scroll-stopping tweets, and now they will all go head-to-head in Twitter's brand bracket, aka the epic battle to crown the best brand on Twitter, as explained by Twitter. So this is a... Direct quotes I'm going to read here from Twitter. It says, we know the conversational nature of Twitter makes it a place where brands can be their most human sounding selves. Brands can have two way conversations with their audience that are real and unfiltered and can't be replicated anywhere else. With this bracket, we aim to celebrate those that do this the best as selected by the people of Twitter. Let the games begin. Okay. Okay. So if you guys know about Twitter, then you know that Wendy's is one of those companies that absolutely kills it on Twitter. They have the best tweets hand down. Like When we talk about brands showing their personality, I think Wendy's does it so well. They have a very witty personality. And a lot of brands are afraid to be witty. A lot of brands tend to be more on the friendly humble meek side politi- politically correct side and i think that brands who stand out are those that are refreshing are are more human like this 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 thing is saying you know many of us sarcastic by nature (laughs) many of us are witty we're we're funny yes we're friendly but you know we tend to keep it more real and I would love if more brands took on that persona because Wendy's does it so well and they don't get a lot of criticism or backlash so they have a little picture here of some of the brands that would be competing in this brand bracket and of course Wendy's is there Um, I see Pizza Hut, I see Skittles, Oreo, Uber Eats, Alexa, Airbnb, Doritos, Bravo TV, MTV, Spotify, Xbox, Bud Light, Gatorade, the Geico Geeks, and Mr. Peanut. Wow, who do you guys think will win? Now, I'm not familiar with anybody else's tweets except Wendy's so I'm biased to think that Wendy's would be the winner here because I've literally never heard or seen tweets from any of these other companies which means they have not you know tweeted anything relevant or trend worthy to me I mean I could be wrong if I'm wrong guys can come and tell me on Instagram right now in my DM tell me what tweets you've probably seen from these other companies, but I know that Wendy's tends to tweet the best things of all time. They're amazing, right? All right, so let's move on to the third newsworthy story that we should know this week according to falcon.io. So it says, Instagram takes new measures to protect their young users. So in their continuous efforts to protect the youngest members of the Instagram community, Instagram has released a bunch of new features to safeguard teenagers from ill-intentioned adults. One such feature is set to prevent adults from sending messages to people under 18 who don't follow them back. In the words of Instagram, when an adult tries to message a teen who doesn't follow them, they'll receive a notification that DMing them isn't an option. This feature relies on our work to predict people's ages using machine learning technology and the age people give us when they sign up. Moreover, Instagram is also supporting parents with new resources to help their teens have a safe and positive experience on Instagram. Amen to these new features and resources. Okay, but here's my thing, right? Here's my thing. Um, why are kids using Instagram? I mean, I know I could understand teenagers, like, from the age of 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, right? Using Instagram, using social media, Facebook, and all of that. Because I believe when I was probably in, like, Form 3, so I would have been, like, 15, I would have joined Facebook, right? And things like that. But um, as for kids younger than that, like, why are you 5 years old, 10 years old? on TikTok? Why are you five years old on Instagram? And I think parents, we need to do better. Like, it's not cool to have your kids, little kids, having cell phones. And don't even tell me it's for their safety, right? Because all kids are supposed to be home right now. So it's not like you're giving them phones for them to be safe so they can call you, you know, when they're out of school and stuff. All kids are home right now. Why do your little kids at five years old need to have their own cell phones and be on social media? It's so crazy. Like a few months ago, there was a news story here where a little boy actually was doing a TikTok challenge. Some foolish TikTok challenge where you have to strangle yourself until you pass out. Now, I don't know why anyone would do such a thing. Like, if I was a child, I can't see myself doing something like that. But I know children nowadays, I can't even imagine the amount of peer pressure they must feel to do TikTok challenges and Instagram challenges and things like that. Killed himself by doing this foolish thing. And the problem would have been solved if his parents had set boundaries. Please. I I mean, oh, God. I... Can't speak for everyone else, but my child will definitely be not having a cell phone until until he is at the appropriate age. And he's not going to be able to join any social media until he's like a teenager and understands the risks and the, the real threats that are out there. You know, that's just my two cents. Let's look at news story number four. So it says LinkedIn launches a new campaign planning guide. Okay, let's read this. So as things have started to move beyond the pandemic gradually, the time has come for marketers and businesses to explore new opportunities and connect with a wider range of users. This week, LinkedIn released a new campaign planning guide to help marketers map out effective marketing campaigns on the platform. In their 38-page guide, which no one is going to read, LinkedIn has provided a range of worksheets and templates to help businesses build and ad campaigns around Claire's central objectives. The guide also comes with recommended ad specs, along with links to resources with best practices and specialized tips for each product. Nice. Oh, and speaking of ad specs and image sizes, We got a handy guide on that topic too, and it comes with free PSD templates and cheat sheets, just saying. Okay, because I am curious, let's click on this campaign planning guide that LinkedIn has released and see what it's all about. So it looks like a pitch deck or a PowerPoint presentation. So, you're able to choose the objective for your campaign. Do you want to increase awareness, consideration, or conversions? Then it gives you, like, key metrics by products and objectives. Okay. All right. Let me just scroll through it and see if I see anything interesting, anything worth mentioning to you guys. Carousel ads. Plan your carousel ads. Video ads. Plan your video ads. La-di-da-di-da. Now, the thing is, um, can you do, I don't think on LinkedIn, regular pages can do ads. I could be wrong. I think only company pages can do ads, which is, I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. But, um. I don't know, I might look at this later on and see, but there's a lot of talk that LinkedIn marketing is overpriced. So if you don't know, let me give you an example. So whereas on Facebook, you could run an ad for five US dollars a day. I think on LinkedIn, your $5 might be used up within an hour if you launching that ad. I could be wrong, but apparently that's what the LinkedIn experts see. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about LinkedIn advertising, guys. I really don't know, right? So let's go back to Falcon's website and see what's the fifth newsworthy thing we should know about this week. It says Twitter. Oh, another release by Twitter. Twitter is testing full image display. In tweet timelines. Okay, Twitter, go ahead. Compete with Instagram. Okay. Looks like things are about to get bigger and better. Well, at least for Twitter images. Twitter is testing a new look to give users a full image display when users tweet a single image. Now, before I continue reading that, there's just one thing I want to say about Twitter. When I was a teenager, of course, I used Twitter. um, And I think I came off of Twitter because it felt very toxic. Like Twitter is a space where you get to know what people are thinking basically 24/7. If someone thinks it they literally tweet it. And I'm all for freedom of speech because when I want to get some thing, you know, out, I head to Twitter to like rant, right? So I I deleted my Twitter probably when I was in my late teens or probably when I was in my 20s, and I recently logged back into my accounts, started from zero, um, so I don't even have a lot of followers, we're like 20 followers, which is fine with me, Um, but here's the thing, right, I literally only use Twitter now to tweet something, screenshot it, and post it on Instagram. (laughs) because i think that's what everyone is doing right and i also use twitter to measure sentiment or to do social listening so like if there's something happening um newsworthy in relation to trinidad and tobago i like to go on twitter to see what are people saying like what are their thoughts and opinions on these things um you know just to make sure that I stay abreast with how people are thinking, you know? So, like, if something really bad is happening and everyone is all upset about it and I read that on Twitter, you know what? I'm not going to post because it's not the right time. So, Twitter is good for social listening, right? So, I know a lot of companies use Twitter for... Um, customer service, meaning if you have a problem with a purchase, you can literally tweet any brand um, internationally. I don't know if, like, Trini brands do that shit. You could tweet a brand and let them know, hey, I got this and, you know, it was broken and whatever. And they'll slide in your private message on Twitter and they'll handle it. Like, for example, I use Anka. record my podcast and last year when I was doing my special for Christmas I had a lot of problems when I would edit my episodes and the episodes would not be in order they would just be all over the place and I literally went on Twitter and I was like yo Anka what's up and they immediately messaged me privately and they were like you know what they were very transparent we're having issues and we recommend this is what you should do in the meantime, and we apologize. So, Twitter is good for customer service and social listening and screenshotting your tweets and put it on Instagram. Um, I don't know if other people use Twitter to like as their primary social media channel, but let's see how this works out. So, let's continue. So, it says, um, people in the test will see that most tweets with a single image in standard aspect ratio will appear uncropped when posted. People will see exactly what the image will look like in the composer tool before it's posted. Very wide or tall images will be center cropped. And I hope this doesn't make my timeline look like an Instagram feed. Well, I actually think it is going to make it look like an Instagram feed. Um, and they actually have some pictures here of how it will look. So if your picture is really long, It will take up like a lot of space. So it's easier for people to see or tweet. I think this is brilliant. And I would actually use Twitter more if this was the case. Like I would literally just take my pictures from Instagram and post them here as well. That's nice. That's awesome. So let me scroll back up. So, so this is the five social media news stories that we need to know this week. But the crazy thing is this article, after I reach number five, it's going back to number one. Oh, so these are other news stories from this month. So we don't need to know all of these other things. Um, ooh, I didn't even know all of these things. What? Facebook launches bars A TikTok logo. A like app for creating and sharing raps. What the heck? <laughs> okay, preview and upcoming event. TikTok launches their self serve ad platform in Canada. What sells? Facebook blocks Australia from sharing and viewing local and international news content. What? TikTok e commerce push. Okay, this looks interesting. TikTok launches a new education portal for sellers. So TikTok is making moves in the e-commerce space by launching an education portal for sellers called TikTok Shop Seller University. TikTok describes the new education platform as a training hub to help you do business on TikTok. Oh my God. I'm so going to download TikTok (laughs) because I feel like TikTok is one of those apps that distracts me so much. I could spend hours just scrolling through people's videos and laughing. I'll never get any work done. So I deleted TikTok. It's such a distraction. Um, a training hub to help you do business on TikTok. We offer a full suite of lessons on seller rules, policies, and the latest updates to the shop. Start to learn and sell big. Moreover, TikTok has or TikTok also has an affiliate program that will enable sellers to collaborate with TikTok creators to promote their products. In the words of TikTok, if you choose to sell through affiliate, you can upload your products to the seller center, set your promotion plans, and collaborate with TikTok influencers to promote your products. Oh my god. Where do I get this? Where do I get the oh I need to learn more about this TikTok? Okay. Okay. There's a lot of news stories here, guys. There are- I'm seeing a lot of things that I did not even know about. And That's bad. (laughs) As a social media marketing consultant, I need to be on the cusp of every new thing for the most part, at least know about it. And the thing is, it seems like all of these things so far are like tests. They're still in the testing stage. So even if I knew I know about it, like I can't test it out, you know, because they usually don't. They usually have specific people who they allow to test out these new features and stuff like that. So, but it's interesting to know what's happening in the social media land. Very interesting. All right, guys. So, I definitely recommend if you care or if you're interested or if you're curious to know what's happening in the world of social media and, you know, what are the next big things coming to check out falcon.io. Literally just found this website by searching Google. Um, very interesting news stories here. Um, yeah, a lot of good reads. And yeah, I guess that's it, guys. <laughs> totally had other plans for this podcast. But like I said, things don't always go according to plan, right? And you, you sometimes you just got to ride the wave. You got to do what you got to do and... You know, keep it moving. So this is me, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's that like it's not one of my typical episodes. It's not what I usually do. I usually have a plan. I usually have a topic. You know of what I want to talk about. But let me know if you enjoyed this, and if you do, I think we could do some more of this. Like every week, I could give you a run a rundown of what's Happening in the world of social media. And then I could probably do my usual stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> if you guys enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot. Tag me on Instagram at Jaleesa John Company. I would appreciate it that so much. You can also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you can leave me a review and a five-star rating. Now, when you leave me a review, here's what it's going to do. It's going to help more people find my podcast on the Apple Podcast app. Apple is actually going to rate my podcast higher. And I don't know, that, that would be a dream of mine. If I could open the Apple Podcast app and see my podcast as one of the featured podcasts, that would be really cool to have someone from the Caribbean actually featured on Apple Podcasts front page so i'm asking you guys again if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, please 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 leave me a review if you're listening to this like if you have an android phone or some other type of phone you can show your support by just taking a screenshot and tagging me on instagram i would appreciate it and thank you guys so much for listening see you i'll see you no well you guys will hear me but I won't hear you in my next episode. (laughs) Bye. You just listened to The First Step Podcast with Jaleesa John. Be sure to check the show notes for links to my social media accounts. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends.